Good morning, good morning, good morning on this last Sunday in January 2021. Trust you had a phenomenal whole of January. Start greater than what you end in 2020. We want to say welcome to everybody that's on all the Lofdal family and all the family wherever you are watching from Cape Town, South Africa this morning. What an honor to share the word. And we the whole month of January, we were sharing about first things first, when you put God first, the first fruits. And uh, so today we're coming in conclusion of this also. Don't forget about tonight, 6 p.m. We will be back for the final message. But we lay a strong foundation in this month so that you can have a glorious 2021 year like you've never had before. Not in a negative sense, but in a positive sense. Because winners always turn every situation around for the glory of God. Now we've shared and now this morning because the future is now. You can do nothing about yesterday. But you can do everything about now and tomorrow. And guess where it starts to change your situation? Now, when you hear the word. Now, now, God is so powerful. In the book of Isaiah, he came with a word. And he said, come closer to me. Let me read it to you. And that word is so phenomenal. What God was sharing. He says in Isaiah 48, verse 16. Come near to me and listen to this. It's God speaking. Say it's God speaking. (laughs) Not Buddha, not Allah, not Allah Kabbalah. It's God speaking. He says, come near to me and listen to this. I have not spoken in secret from the beginning. From the time that it happened, I was there. Oh, (laughs) say the devil is in trouble this morning. He says, and now the Lord God has sent his spirit in and with me. Thus says the Lord, your redeemer. That's a money term. You buy groceries and at the cashier, you give them money and you redeem what you had in the buggy or in the trolley for with money so that it can be yours. So he said, I am the redeemer. The Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord your God. Remember what we said last week and the week before about Genesis 3, when Satan is on the scene, he never used the word Lord. He will always say God because Lord speaks about covenant relationship, an unbroken relationship from God's side. God means his strength, his power, Elohim, my word the undescribable one. He says, I am the Lord your God who teaches you, teaches you to do what? To profit. That word profit there in the Bible is not prophesy. It's P-R-O-F-I-T, profit, who leads you in the way that you should go. Somebody say, God leads me in the way that I must go. And that's why Our foundation scripture during this time was so powerful when we use the word out of Psalm 11.3. Now, I've got a passion translation here. 
and uh, Tasha gave it. And it says of that Psalm 11, 3, what can the righteous accomplish when truth's pillars are destroyed? Did you hear that? Truth's pillars are destroyed and law and order collapse. That's why the word principle comes from the word prince and police. And police is one that needs to do what? Bring law and order. He says, what can the righteous accomplish when truth's pillars are destroyed and law and order collapse? Yet the eternal one is never shaken. <laughs> I like that he said, he's closely watching everything that happens. And with a glance, his eyes examine every heart. Oh, my word. For his heavenly rule will prevail over all. He will test both the righteous and the wicked, exposing each heart. That was the most phenomenal thing. If we can say something came phenomenal out of the covet and out of the lockdown, hearts are exposed. Who is truly in love with God? Oh, who is just in for the benefits? Help me, somebody. He says, God's very soul detests those who love to resort to violence. He will rain down upon them judgment for their sins. So everybody that's an uproar and that cause commotions in nations are in big trouble with God. But let's get to the power of the word because this is a year, come on, somebody, of declare... <laughs> into your next dimension, say it where you want to be. And Amos chapter 9, 13. Oh, my word, the sowers is going to overtake the reapers, and the reapers is going to overtake the sowers. It means you sow now, and boom, God manifests. And then another harvest is coming, and then another thing is happening for the good. That's why God says, come and learn that I teach you and you will profit. Now, nobody says, I don't want to profit. No, <laughs> you're not a monk. <laughs> you want to profit in this life because God's got a great assignment. And if I can put anything for today, I want to title this word with the future is now. So it's time to moving forward. The interpretation of moving forward means spiritually advance so that you can have a manifestation in the natural of every possible thing that you can experience with God. Because first promise, listen, it's for a promise to come. Now, when I apply the principle of first, every promise to come is my portion. Now, let's, let's get into this because we speak about first fruits, the principle of first. Oh, my word. And Kenneth Copeland prophesied. He said, this is the year of the local church. Say the local church. <laughs> first the local church before the global church. 
Now that immediately cancelled. Everybody said, I don't need to belong to a local church. I just belong to the uh, local, uh, to the, the, the overall church or the, the global church or the invisible church. Get the invisible pastor to marry you or the invisible pastor to bury you. Because things like that doesn't exist. And this is very important. Now that we can understand first fruits when I apply, when I live in it. It always calls the promise to come. Now, I'm going to explain a few things and do things in a nutshell. And, and, and tonight we go on and I want to help you. Because if we always do, listen what somebody said, what we always done will always be what we've always been. <laughs> Say change. Now that's a word we hate. I, sometimes I ponder on the word change and think, oh my word, we don't like, like change really. Because we're so set in our ways. And God told the, 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 his people in the book of Haggai, he says, consider your ways. <laughs> Because change is part of God's vocabulary and part of his way of doing things. Now, this is the last Sunday. Can you imagine? 31 days has passed. Tomorrow is February the 1st. <laughs> you 11 months away from the next 2021. And uh, you have, uh, what, less than, you, you're 10 months and uh, 25 days away from Christmas. <laughs> and I'm telling you, time is just running like this. Now let's get to it. Because Matthew chapter 6, 33. Now this is so important. Now, now uh, before I read Matthew 6, 33, I want to quote something out of the book of John. Because you must listen. Now listen. Take this at heart. Who speaks first. <laughs> Take heed. Who says this. What we're going to say now. Because in John chapter number 7. Jesus is speaking. And what he says there. He spoke about. He said. So Jesus said again. I assure you. You most solemnly. I tell you. That my, I, myself, Jesus now, am the door for the sheep. So here we hear the door speaking. Then in verse number eight, he says, All others who came as such before me are thieves and robbers, but the true sheep did not listen to and obey them. Very important. He says, nine, I am the door. Second time, he says, anyone who enters in through me, through Jesus, the door, will be saved, listen, and will live. He will come in. He will come in. And he will go out freely. But you first need to come in, get the truth, and then go out to share the truth. <laughs> and will find pasture in chapter 10 or verse 10 that we all quote and everybody says it, the thief. Now he reveals he's the, sh the door and then he spoke about the thief, his nature, 
the only thing that the devil wants to do in your life, the thief comes only. <laughs> so everything he offers you, every yellow carrot, is to sidetrack you and demolish you. The thief only comes in order to steal and to kill and to destroy. So God doesn't kill. <laughs> He's not a murderer. But that Satan's plan is to steal, to kill. He wants to steal the words coming out of your mouth. <laughs> That's why the Bible says, hold fast to your confession. Confession of what? Not confession of sin only, but confession of faith. I am what the word says I am. Hold fast to that. I can do what the word says I can do. I will achieve what the word says I will achieve. And I can have, I can have what the word says I can have. Come on, somebody help me. Oh, my word. And he says, came that they might, and I, Jesus say, he said, the door now. I came that they may have and enjoy life. What must they have? They may have life and then enjoy life. Do you know there was a time in my life that I didn't like to be alive? <laughs> I didn't enjoy life. <laughs> but Jesus said he wants you to enjoy life. The Christian walk, the faith walk, the principle of first walk is an excitement. When everything collapses, God's economy goes stronger in your life. When people's love fail and disappoint you, His love is more and more undescribable. Is His love for your life? Oh my word! And He said, "I have come, listen, that you may enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full, till it overflows to the full." Till it overflows. So he's not the God of, <laughs> he's not the God of not enough. He's not the God of just enough. He's the God of more than enough. And then in verse 11, he says, I am the good shepherd. So he's the door. Then he explained why he came for and what Satan's strategy. And then verse 11, he says, I am the good shepherd. And the good shepherd risk and lay down his own life for the sheep. Very important truth that's going to help you to make quality decisions this morning concerning your life. Never forget what Jesus said. So here we have Jesus saying he's the door. We need to go through the door. Help me somebody. Now this is very important. So, so everything in a nutshell this morning, first things first, it's because God said it and it's final authority. I'm going to say it again. God said it. Everything God said is final authority. Now listen to this. Because in Matthew chapter 5, 20. Now let me just back up to give you the thing, what God said, Genesis 3, 14. Then the Lord God, covenant, all powerful God, said unto the serpent. <laughs> now, what did he tell serpent? He said, oh my word, you're going to sail now on your belly. And then he spoke to the woman, and they said to him, the seed of the woman is going to crush your head. You'll bite him on the heel, Jesus on Calvary, but he's going to crush your head. So God said it, 
final authority. In Matthew chapter number 5 and verse 2, and he, Jesus, opened his mouth <laughs> and taught them, saying, now these truths I want you to discover this morning. Because God said it, final authority. Because Jesus said it, God manifest in the flesh, <laughs> on the earth, final authority. You cannot debate it. You cannot alter it. You cannot outturn it. You cannot uh, try to add on or take away its final authority. It's the law of God. I'm not talking about, oh, I mean, it's instruction. <laughs> the enemy, that John 10, 10, a section after Jesus said he's the door and he said, that, that thief who only wants to come, kill, steal, and to destroy. Listen, he wants you to rob God from blessing you. I'm going to say it again. He wants you, he wants you, you and me, to rob God from blessing us. Now, where do you get that from? Just hold on, I'm coming to that. Now, if the enemy is after the final authority of God's word, he wants you to alter. He cannot alter it. Only the saints of God can alter the word and change what God's original intent is. Now, if Jesus, God manifest in the flesh, Say the final authority, the foundation, the pillars on which you're going to build something so powerful, uh, abundant, phenomenal, great life. Then we need to follow that instruction. The whole time in Matthew 5 and 6 and 7, it's kingdom living, the, 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 in, the constitution you're right, and if you do it, if you live that way, then you will have what God promised. Everything God did possible for you and me. He's the Redeemer. He already done it on Calvary's hill. He overcome and he won the battle against Satan. He took back everything Satan stole from uh, mankind, Adam and Eve. He put us in a better position. He paid for every sin, every sickness, every disease. He became poor, 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, so that through his poverty you may become wealthy. You may become wealthy. That nonsense that God wants you poor and in lack and not having enough is a selfish lifestyle because you have such a great assignment and it's going to cost billions to do it. <laughs> I see you want to switch off the, the, <laughs> the device you want. No, 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 no. You say, I'm going to watch Christ's cake where he preached in Afrikaans at 10.30. No, no, no. Hold on. It's not over yet. So here Jesus said, you cannot serve two masters. And then he said, where your treasure is, that's where your heart will be. 
Then he said, you are the salt of the earth. You are, and me, I am. You are the light of the world. The world is waiting on you. And then in Matthew 6, 33, he says, but seek, aim at, and strive after. Seek, seek. You and I need to seek. Why? Because Jesus knew distractions and focus thieves will come to take you away from. <laughs> Keep on seeking every day. It's an everyday choice. Seek and aim at and strive after, first of all, his kingdom. First. <laughs> He didn't say, first of all, my job, my business, chasing after money. Uh, uh, no, no, he said, seek, aim at, strive after, first of all, his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing. Remember that scripture in Isaiah that we just quote? He says, and being right, and then... When will everything follow you? When I first put God first, do it his way, then everything will be added. That word righteousness with the right heart. Then everything will be added unto you or given to you besides. So that's an add on. And then he says, so do not worry. Because when we speak about the principle of first, People send me messages and they say, uh, we, we hear what the word is saying and what you are saying, but we have bonds to pay, car notes to pay. We have um, need money to buy food and pay electricity and water and lights. And now Jesus, when he got in this message in the constitution and the kingdom living, he was addressing that very fact. That's why he says, don't worry. What are you sin? <laughs> he said, <laughs> you see, the final authority says, so do not worry or be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will have worries and anxieties of its own. But sufficient for each day is its own trouble. <laughs> and so what he says, he says, look at Solomon in that Matthew 6 and 5 and he says, God take care of the lily, and the lily is even better taken care of as Solomon with all his wealth. Now let me get to the, the phenomenal part. Satan wants you not to follow the final authority, what God said. God's not going to change his word or himself to fit in my little world. That's why I need to be changed. Romans 12, 1 and 2. Don't be conformed to the world, but be changed. <laughs> Hell, by renewing your mind, the battlefield is here. Now, in Malachi, let me address this thing that I said. He wants you, you, you to rob God, you and me to rob God from blessing us. Now, I can see some of you have a frown on your face and say, are you crazy? What do you mean? Let me go back quickly. 
to Malachi. Now we've said Malachi is not a book about the tithe. It's about honor. Everything I do. The Bible says, whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord and not unto as mere men. The same attitude that was in Christ Jesus must also be in us. Now he, he said there in, in Malachi 1, 6, he says, A son honors his father and a servant his master. If then I am a father, God speaking, where is my honor? You see, it's about honor. And if I am a master, where is the reverend fear due me? Says the Lord of hosts to you. O priest, that's what you are, a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. O priest, who despise my name, you say, how and in what way have we despised your name? In what way did we not honor you? In what way did we not, my word, make you our master? And then in verse 7 he says, By offering polluted food upon my altar. And you ask, how have we polluted it and profaned you by thinking that the table of the Lord is contemptible and may be despised? When you priest... Offer blind animals for sacrifice. Is it not evil? And when you offer the lame and the sick, is it not evil? Present such a thing, a blind or a lame or a sick animal, now to your governor in payment of your taxes and see what will happen. Oh my word. Will the governor be pleased with you? Or will he receive you graciously, says the Lord of hosts. Now then, now listen, speaks as the priest. He's, Malachi calls himself a priest. Entreat God earnestly that he will be gracious to us. So what we discover out of the scripture, God says, if I'm your father, where's my honor? If I am your master, where is my reverence, my fear? And they say, how did we do this? By bringing sacrifices. In other words, what he was saying is not putting me first. When you put God last, first means on the top. Now, let me get to this thing in a statement. Remember in mind, Satan doesn't want you or God to bless you. God wants to bless you. He poured it out. He's, since the word proceeds out of the mouth of God until the manifestation of that word, no longer God's responsibility. It's my responsibility to come out of chaos into divine order. Now hear God speak again. In Malachi chapter 3, verse 6, he says, For I am the Lord. <laughs> The covenant one. I do not change. Oof. This is scary. We normally read that very fast. That is why you, O sons of Jacob, are not consumed. <laughs> because God said he doesn't change. I've said to somebody that lost his wife two, three weeks ago, a pastor, and I said, 
and he told me the situation, what he's in emotionally yesterday or the day before yesterday. And I said, sir, remember, sometimes in our lives we don't hold on to God. We're too weak. We, we've got so many scars and wounded and clutter in our mind. But God holds on to you. Because he said this year, I change not. And then he says, even from the days of your fathers, you have turned aside from my ordinances, my principles, and have not kept them. Return to me, and I will return to you, says the Lord. Oh, my word <laughs> of host, but you say, how shall we return? Will a man rob God? Principle of first. Now remember, rob God of what? God doesn't need a car. He doesn't need money. He doesn't need food. He doesn't need houses. He doesn't need land. God is not the God in need. He's the God that's more than enough. But why does he ask, will a man rob God? Rob him of what? Now, when you read it, you're going to read, he says, Yet you rob and defraud me. But you say, in what way do we rob or defraud you? You have withheld your tithes and offerings. Let me say it again. God's not in need of money. Tithes and offerings is about the principle of first, God first in everything, by word. And it's on top. Listen, it's a principle that if I do this, God can bless me. If I withhold that, the blessing doesn't come. And it's not God withholding it. It's my disobedience closing the door and the floodgates of heaven, the windows of heaven. And then he says in verse 10, he says, bring all the tithe, the whole tenth of your income, first portion, into the storehouse, my church. No, I gave it to that TV channel, that, no, 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 the storehouse, the storehouse, that, that there may be food in my house. And then, this is the powerful thing, prove me. The only place from Genesis 1 till Revelation 22 where God says, prove me, put me, test me. Prove me now by it, says the Lord of hosts. If I will not open the windows of heaven for you and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. One translation says you will not have enough room to contain it. And then he says he will rebuke the devourer and everything will just be blessed. So in other words, that's the final authority. Oh, it's, under the, it's nothing about the law, this. Listen, he, the God, what God said is final authority. He doesn't change. Now, if Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom, Jesus, God manifest in the flesh, what he said there is final authority. There's millions and billions of people serving God as Christians. 
but they defeat it because the principle of first doesn't operate in their lives. Now I'm coming for in for a landing. If I can say the principle, that scripture means the foundation. Because God wants you to build strong and high and to the highest ability that God entrusted you with. It also means the reset. <laughs> What's this guy uh, with the computers? He said, the whole world is going in a reset. No, no. <laughs> we press the reset button out of that God was not first and we reset. God's now going to be first and we're going to soar up in the heights like eagles above every storm. We're going to be world changers, history makers, planet shakers, atmosphere changers and defeaters to defeat <laughs> the work of the devil to demonstrate it. Now, now the first fruit means we said the promise to come. So when I do that, there's a promise connected to this. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. If you hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord your God, <laughs> and you obey his voice, all, how many? All these blessings will come upon you. So what's the requirement? Hearken and obey to the voice of the Lord your God, and then you do it. That's why James says, be doers of the word. Jesus said, I'll show you how is somebody in, in that same kingdom lifestyle of Matthew. He says, I'll show you how is somebody that hears the word and obeys the word. He says he built his house on a strong foundation. When winds come, storms come, floods come, nothing move that house. It remains standing like an iron. Turn to somebody and say in Afrikaans, Yes, Easter! <laughs> say it in English, you are iron! Because you hearken and obey to the voice of the Lord your God. <laughs> oh, glory! The first means the promise to come. First fruits always means the first in place. The first in order or rank. The beginning. It's the beginning. It's the chief of principal thing. That's what first means. The foundation. Oh, my word. And then... Doing it God's way, the foundation. Doing it God's way. <laughs> then the Bible says, then Jesus said, then the final authority says, he says, if I seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness, do it God's way. And then all these things. All the houses, all the land, all the cars, all the, the money, all the businesses, all the health, all the joy, all the pleasures, all is going to come after I first seek. See, if your life is spinning out of order and you've got disorder, and now, now I understand these things because I had to make adjustments and change in my heart. So that then can manifest in my life. He says, and then all these things 
taken together. Food, clothing, money, everything. Oh, my word, joy. <laughs> the character of Christ. Then you operate, then you receive all the fullness what Jesus paid for on Calvary when you do these things. Because then all these things means, listen, all first belongs to God. I never know in the morning when I get up if I have a car, a ring, watches or money. <laughs> because God is first. If God says, do it, I'll do it. And I've done it. Oh, there was times that I had fear and figured out if I do this now in the kingdom, then lack is going to, and then lack comes because what I had was never enough for this great assignment. But when I follow the instruction of putting God first, how God does it, it's not my business. But then I've seen what God can do. Super abundance will flow. You, you say, Gustav, do you try to get money? No, no, no. Do with your money whatever you want to do. Do with your car. Well, you can just do with what? I can tell you it's never yours because that's why the next thing I'm going to say, all first must remain first. I'm going to say it again. All first must remain first. Jesus came as the first fruit and as the first offering as the principle he was God's first very best and then he hand the baton over to his born again believers his children uh, that uh, were uh, new made new creatures in Christ 2nd Corinthians 5 if you can just live up to 2nd Corinthians 5 verse 17 to 20 you've conquered a lot then it says he gave you the greatest ministry of reconciliation when the lost for any cost and then he made you his ambassador. In other words, he hand over the baton to you. I have done relay uh, racing when I was a youngster in school. And I can tell you, it's not the one that start. It's the one that finish. It's important. Now, in this race with God, it's not if you come first or second, or you can come number billion, as long as you finish the race. And when it's a, when all first must remain first, first in time, all the excuses people have is the same. Two things that people tell me that they cannot operate in God's principle. I don't have time. You have 24 hours a day. You have 24 wagons that you pull through the day. What you put in that wagons depend how you're going to end at the end of the day. I said to the staff the other day, I, every day, I go and sit. And then I said, what did I do today that could change or bring hope to somebody? What did I do today to change me better for God's glory? Or what did I do today that waste? What did I load up that was time wasters? So people have the excuse, I don't have time. And the second one, they say, I don't have money or I don't have the courage. And that's the two things.
That's so vital important. Because Jesus, he came as the first and he, Paul says, redeem the time. <laughs> Jesus walked into time and changed time. And then he showed us that money must never be the issue. Because if money is put before God in any way, it becomes mammon and mammon is a God. Then you rather serve mammon and hate God because you cannot love the two, <laughs> the one. You cannot love God above if you love mammon more. God wants you to love him first. So it's first, first in time. The first day of the week, the first week of the month, the first month of the year, the first portion of my money, because it's a heart issue. <laughs> it means the first, the blessing to come, the first direct my life. And that's why I've said the future is now. You're going to decide how you're going to end this year because if it's a hard issue. Now, I want to help you this morning. Why people battle with the foundation of life, God first. It's an issue of the heart. Now, remember what we said last week about Cain and Abel and we used that scripture and why God accepted Abel's sacrifice, but not Cain. Now, now, this is so phenomenal because it was a faith issue. Listen, a heart issue, a faith issue. Faith is from the heart with Abel. Hebrews 11, 4, by faith, Abel offered to God. <laughs> so it's going to take faith that excites God. How the just will live. Hebrews 10, 38. It will, that action. It takes faith to give your first. <laughs> it's amazing. It doesn't take faith to pay your bills and pay the house and pay, put petrol in. And because you do it automatically, if you don't do it, the bank <laughs> is going to be on your case. They're going to repossess the car. They're going to take hold of your home. And if you, don't, if you don't have, then you cannot drive. But it takes faith to get out of trouble <laughs> into God's divine order. Because the whole point, what Jesus was making, that's why Mark 11 is so important. Have faith, verse 22, in God. Have the God kind of faith. Now, the whole point of being blessed is to walk by faith. Now, now in, in the God who spoke in Exodus chapter 13, verse 1. Now, let me just jump to it and, 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 and help you to understand the principle. Remember what we said? Who said what? The final authority. And the final authority says in Exodus, Exodus chapter 13, he says, The Lord said to Moses, Sanctify, consecrate, set apart to me all the firstborn males, whatever is first, to open the womb among the Israelites, both men and beasts, and in capital he says, is mine. 
So to whom does the first belong? To God. He says, it is his. And then in verse 11, now God gave them the promised land. And when the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites, as he promised and swore to you and your fathers and shall give it to you, you shall set apart, set apart, set apart to the Lord all that first opens the womb. Ooh. All the firstlings. Now, all the firstlings of your livestock shall be the Lord's. Who will it be? The Lord's. The first. The eerste. Every firstborn of a donkey, an unclean animal, you shall redeem it by substituting it for a lamb, a clean animal. Or if you will not redeem it, so the first redeem everything. We live in a sinful world. The money is never evil. That's the love people have. We operate in a world system that says, just give me. And they take and they want to take some more. That's all what the world wants to do from you, especially as God's child, because Satan is what? A thief, the father of lies. But God said it, final authority. He says, redeem what is unclean by bringing the first portion. If you don't redeem it, break its neck. Then you shall, if you will not redeem, if you will not redeem it, then you shall break its neck. It means two things. You either can take that donkey and break its neck, or his neck will be broken automatically because it's not redeemed by the first fruits. And every firstborn amongst your son, your sons shall you redeem. Now, that's a mouthful, and let me just get to the end of it, because I share so much revelation and information. You lose it if you don't redeem it. You lose what? The blessing to come, the first fruit, seek ye first. You lose it, because if I seek first and doing it God's way, God's way last Sunday is to have a generous heart. That was what God has, and that's what Jesus manifests. Now, this is how you redeem it, by making God first. I want to talk serious to you now. Preaching is proclaiming. Teaching is explaining. And I want to explain it to you right now. Because it says... You lose it if you don't redeem it. And I've said it over and over. Many people try to work their lives with a broken neck donkey because they never redeem it. Broken neck money, broken neck gifts, broken neck ministries, broken neck businesses, broken neck life, broken neck families. Everything is broken because God is not first. Now we have an order and people say this is the divine order, first God. And then 
your husband or your wife and your family. Now, if God is first, he's first in your life, first in your family's life, first in your business, he's first right through. <laughs> Listen. Giving the first portion to God is to redeem it. A question. Would you like this morning on the 31st of January, still in the first month, to redeem, listen, 2021? Every year we do this. That's why we came through the COVID thing and through the lockdown and God manifest his greatness because we redeemed 2021. Now the question is this morning, how do I do it, Gustav? By giving the first portion to God. It already belongs to him. <laughs> but he said, if you can trust me, if you can honor me, it's about honor. Don't let the devil steal that you don't honor me and that you don't make me your master and that you don't have a reverence, fear for God. That's a love relationship. How do you do it? By giving the first portion to God. You redeem every day by giving the first portion of your day to God. That's why we call it devotions. If I get up in the morning and I have a lot, I don't go so many times to office, but my mind and I have to plan and ask God to be on track. And we run this big ministry that by the grace of God, how to be significant, I pray a situation, so then there's somebody that acts crazy, and God, do I fire or do I pray on through whatever we do? Listen, you redeem every day by giving the first portion of the day to God. It will birth right decisions. Because that first, I never try to make decisions after three o'clock in the afternoon. I've learned this. Then I'm tired and I'm exhausted. I need to be fresh in the morning. I am an early morning person. I can be also a late night person. But I need to make quality decisions every day. Then I go in the right direction. Now guess what? If you don't redeem that, you're going to lose that. Now, it's a heart issue, we say. That was the problem with Cain. The heart of Cain was, God, no God, I am not going to do it your way. I have enough vegetables and crops and everything uh, that can sustain me. I don't need you, God. I'll put you on the side. I'll put you on hold. I, I make you a, a spare wheel or an emergency number in my life. A lot of Christians, they say, I'm a Christian. They only do it Sundays. God is not a Sunday thing. He's a seven day a week, 24 hours, seven. He says, I'm going to do it my way. I'm smarter than you, God. That's what, because Cain had the same instruction as Abel. <laughs> he says, I can figure out another way how to do it. Oh, my word. Plus, I would like to do it anyway, my way. <laughs> I have people say, yeah, the Bible says, but I'll do it. Uh, uh, don't be so serious about God. What if God doesn't? I tell you, God is real. 
He says, God, but Cain was actually, I'm going to do it your way. See, it's a heart issue. That's the heart of Cain. You need your life, your time, your money, your family to go further <laughs> as that you wanted to go. Because remember, what is it? A blessing to come. The question is, will it go further with God's blessing or without? And why wouldn't God ever <laughs> receive Cain's offering? God couldn't. Now, couldn't he just slip that over? Yeah, he brought a sacrifice and he did sacrifice. Why? No, no, God couldn't because God's the final authority. Listen, family. Did God know that Cain is going to get angry and murder Abel and God could slip it for not to happen? Why is this such a big deal? God is all known. He knows the end from the beginning. He knows if we don't do that, that's why scripture explains scripture. If you hearken to the voice of the Lord your God and you do the word, all these blessings will come upon you. Verse 15 of Deuteronomy 28 says, but if you don't hearken and if you don't do it, the curse comes upon you. God knows what lies ahead and the plots and strategy of Satan. That's why he says, we're not ignorant with the devices of the enemy. Oh, my word. Why is this such a big deal? I want to give you two scriptures this morning. Why God wouldn't and why God couldn't do it. Colossians chapter 115. It says there, Jesus, the firstborn first. 1 Corinthians 15, 20, Jesus, the first fruit. So he was God's firstborn, remember? Holy, devoted to God. And he was the first fruit. The New Testament, if you were say, oh, it's Old Testament. The New Testament just told us, Jesus, the firstborn. Jesus, the first fruit. God, listen, could not receive it because Abel brought the firstborn. Cain did not the first fruit. Did you get that? Abel brought the firstborn. Cain brought the not, the first fruit. He brought it as he want in the process of time. He first did all other things and eat himself maybe fat and then he said, then I'll bring it to God. No, that's where a lot of people, you have till midnight tonight in the principle of first and then every day of your life to redeem the time and redeem 2021 according to the principle of first. We give this month to God. God did not accept it and Cain got angry. Now we normally say how Cain was offended, but actually Cain was not offended. It was God who was offended. He was incredibly offended. And Cain had the audacity to bringing God something that God was not first in. And do you know why? Because it's the heart of Cain that was evil. 
the heart of Abel. Did it by faith. <laughs> he did it with joy. <laughs> this is phenomenal because he understood what God said. The first always belongs to him. Now, if you would like to redeem 2021, this is the thing. You're either going to redeem it or you're going to break its neck. Because the firstborn and the first fruit, since Genesis chapter 3, always represents Jesus. Anything from Genesis chapter 3 represents Jesus right through until now. Cain offer him a sacrifice or a gift, supposed to represent Jesus, but it was not from his heart. God will not and he cannot accept gifts that's not from your heart. He will not accept it <laughs> because it's a, he knows he leaves you up to you choose. It's a decision and then an action. Not only he will not, he cannot. Why? Colossians chapter 118. The head of the body preeminent. It's the only time in the Bible we read the head of the body preeminent. It's only one time this word is in the whole Bible. <laughs> Jesus must have preeminence. And let me tell you what is eminence. The highest in honor. The highest in rank. The highest in power. So Jesus is, listen, the highest and he must always be in honor, in rank, and in power. <laughs> the word pre in English means this, before. He must be before. The Greek word for that preeminence means first. <laughs> it means uh, the, the preeminence means the highest in rank and honor and power to put him first. This is who he is, not what he does. A lot of people serve God for what he does. No, serve him for what he is. He's the first and never, never, ever can be second, third fourth or number hundred. Therefore, he can never receive anything that is not first in rank, in honor, and in power. First time of your day, the first day of your week, the first week of the month, the first month of the year, the first portion of your money, that will change your history and your outlook. 1 John chapter 3, 16. He says, God, it was his only begotten firstborn. In other words, God gave his highest, his best, his first fruit, the highest best he gave. Now, will you this morning, and it's what, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, Will you, this is the most precious time, the most powerful, valuable time you can ever invest in your life. It's better than Showmax and watching Titanic 
and there's James Bond. I'm so irritated now with James Bond on channel 111 because I'm a James Bond fan. I'm irritated because there's too many nonsense. Listen. But will you give him your highest, your first, and your best gift? Now you say, and I made this statement before, and you say and you asking, what is that? What are you talking about? Will you give him this morning you? Will you give yourself? You say, Gustav, I've done that. Yes, I've done that 52 years ago, but I've learned it's an everyday quality decision to say, God, I put you first above my desire, above my want, above my need, above my, 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 my requirements, above my responsibility of everything I put you first. Now listen, if it's you this morning, then every other thing will follow. If you put God first, then the, not God only, the Lord God. In New Testament, Lord means the covenant was paid with his blood. That's why Revelation says you have overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. Now, listen, Abel gave his heart. God accepted, but Cain did not give his heart. He did it for the benefits. <laughs> and with that, when you give your heart, comes your time, your gifts, your talents, and your money. Now, people have a problem. Like I mentioned, they say, Gustav, we don't have enough time. And we don't have money. Start where you are right now. Because otherwise your life is out of order. And then your whole family and everything you do is not in divine order. Show me how you spend your time and your money. And what comes out of your mouth. And I will tell you, if your life is in God's divine order, the accurate arrangement of things, and you do it God's way, or you're outside divine order, and then you are in disorder of God. I'm closing. First things first flows out of a love for God above anything, heart and mind. If you love God first, it's not what you want to do. Because I need to praise prayer. Let not my will, but let your will be done. And he knows exactly how it's going to happen. If you work the word, then the word will work for you. Your future is now. You don't need to wait one day there. Make a decision now. To move forward because when you operate in the principle of first it's all the promises to come already allocated to you you need to ignite it you need to do it by bringing your first fruits sometimes it's that first paycheck what we do as a family and we've done it two Sunday nights and tonight we're going to do it again we bring everything we have and we bring it as a first fruit unto God. To do what, Gustav? I need to have faith 
and I redeem my 2021. You will never have another broke day in your life if you do that. Because 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9 says, and that's why the thing people need the most, they fight the most. The moment when they hear money from the pulpit, now I know it was abused and over-abused, and I'm, I'm fed up of that. That's why do with your money whatever you want to do. I can only teach you the principles of God that helped us. You know, we've been burglared number eight with the fence, and we stick to the plan. We're going to do it. And I've sowed for that. And you're going to see this week and in the next two weeks what God's going to do to do phase one. We will have the money. Right now they're putting up the, the big school. They prepared the land. The material was 2.4 million in the time of famine in the world, of lockdown. Of We've seen God's hand move through the greatness of God by redeeming this month. For the rest of the year. Put God first. And when we do it. First of your time. People don't have sometimes. Some say I don't have time. Some say oh I don't have. Says people putting the watch earlier. An hour in the morning to redeem their time. Say well we don't have enough days in the week. I cannot. First week is Sunday. Say, oh it's the only day. It's family day. No it's God's day. And when God is first. The family will be taken care of. And never neglect the family. But it's the first thing about your finances, the thing you need the most. Your time, your mind, let it flow out of your heart. And the only thing God says, give me your heart, Jesus said, give me your heart. God's final say. Are you ready this morning to say, God, I give myself, then everything will follow. <laughs> if that's you this morning, will you pray with me? Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you this morning. Lord, forgive me. Forgive me. Where I did not put you first in my finances, first in my time, first in honor, first in rank, that I've put you and I've made you Lord, God of my life. Forgive me from this day on, Lord. I will make you first. And I know I'm in for a journey like never before. You're going to redeem everything through the blood that you've done. And I will have an abundant life because I walk this morning through a door, Jesus, you, so that when I walk in and I come out, I'll be taken care of from head to toe, from A to Z, from one to resilience that you cannot count. Because the abundant blessing of God flows in my life. I'm an heir of God and a joint heir. If you never knew Jesus, pray this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, forgive me my sin. Wash me in the blood. Cleanse me. Forgive me, Lord. I make you the Lord of all this morning. And I'm going to serve you with every fiber of my being. If you need a miracle of healing, say, God, because I put you first this morning, by your stripes I'm healed, I've been made whole. And hold on to your confession of faith and don't let go until the manifestation is there. If you need financial breakthroughs, and we get many requests, but most of the requests is about finances. 
Say, Lord, I put you first and I'm going to honor you first in this day. It's the last day of the month and I received money or whatever. I'm going to honor you. I'm not going to rob you, oh God, for blessing me in such abundance way. I bring the first fruits. I bring the tithes. I bring offerings. I give myself to you, God. Then I know my God will manifest himself in my life as the God who's more than enough because Philippians 4.19 my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches in glory through Christ Jesus I declare this morning supernatural debt cancellation I declare you will break through and promotions will come unexpected checks in the mail money will be put in your hand you will not be a person that will go and borrow, but you will give out to people. You're going to be a channel of blessing that it's going to, the poor God, number one, then the poor as I am God's agenda. He who gives to the poor lends unto the Lord. Hallelujah. And God will repay him. This is pay up time. It's your harvest time. Oh my word, you're going to see a harvest come your way like never before. Shout it out, say, money, come to me today, right now, in Jesus' name, hallelujah. It didn't say money goeth, <laughs> it said money cometh, and you will be blessed in everything you do, in the mighty name of Jesus, the living Christ. Never stop, keep going, because God wants you to be a channel of great blessing, Second Corinthians chapter 9. We love you from our home to your home. People ask, how is the church still closed? Yes, government closed all the churches and gatherings. And uh, we'll wait for February the 15th. But tune in. Send this to people. Let people activate. You are too valuable. <laughs> Come on, not to love the fullness. What God has designed you to be in the mighty name of Jesus. With authority in his name and the power. Gustav de Toy, Loftal International, from the Western Cape, South Africa, tonight at 6 p.m., our last message of first things first, and you will be blessed. God bless you.